This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by today's title, I will be doing my Bora, Debora, or True to Love initial thoughts. And I am going to be calling it most, most likely Bora more than uh, True to Love because I just like saying the name Bora. <laughs> but it is actually titled True to Love. If you are looking for it and where to watch it, you would have to find it on Amazon Prime and it's going to be under True to Love, not Bora Debora. That's its alternate, alternate title. So just in case you haven't started it and you're wondering where it is. That's where you'll find it. Um, But yes, today's episode will be my initial thoughts on this drama. And it's this is after just watching the first two episodes. And I don't want to spoil anything. I want to jump straight into maybe giving you the synopsis so I can rush through so that I can get to my initial thoughts so I can really start talking about this drama. And again, I love doing these type of episodes because it's something that I like to refer back to for myself (laughs) to see how I felt about a drama at the very beginning and see if it changed over the course of watching the drama or if it was kind of like I I pegged the drama for exactly what it was going to be for me at the very beginning and it stayed true to that all the way to the end. I like seeing that, engaging that. But I also think for anyone listening, these episodes are really nice because if you are not sure if you should start a drama, um, but yeah, hopefully potentially listening to these first two episode kind of initial thoughts will help you kind of gauge if it has a setup that you are interested in watching. So that's why I like these episodes. I feel like they're beneficial for me and for you listening. And um, yeah, and I'm ready to kind of talk about Bora Debora. And what I think I'm going to do so that I can be a little bit more organized, I'm trying my best to do this. This is new for me. I'm trying my best to actually um, go through with a real synopsis that I have found online. And then I will fill in any kind of holes that I find in their synopsis with my own thoughts. Because I like to give my rambly little synopsis all the time. And I think they're fun to kind of just like go over really quickly what I gauged the drama to be about, like off the fly. Uh, But I always know that's probably not the most helpful. (laughs) So I will go over it, um, give you an actual synopsis found online, and then I will go into my initial thoughts this time. So yeah, I'm trying my best to be less rambly and more kind of organized, but that's just not how it goes sometimes. (laughs) So bear with me, but I am going to give you the true to love or Bora synopsis from Asian Wiki. They're my kind of fave to go to because I like that they give character names with actor images. So if you ever trying to look for an actor, you can easily see who they are playing in the drama and in their name. So I always like them for that reason, mostly. But the synopsis, yeah, I might have to fill in some holes and I will see to that if I need to. So let's jump into the quick kind of rundown or synopsis of True to Love or Bora Debora. So Yoon Bora, played by Yu Inna, who is my 
fave, is a writer and she works under the pen name of Deborah. She is the author of a best-selling book about love and she's also famous as a dating coach. She has made lots of famous sayings as a dating coach and gained sympathy from the public as Deborah Yoon Bora is honest, witty, and very popular with the women. Um, and as Yoon Bora, things are a little different from her for her. Um, and in the course of this kind of first two episodes, she does get involved with the character Lee Soo Hyuk, played by Yoon Hyung Min, who is also fabulous. Um, so super excited to see him in another drama. Ah, so love Okay, so Lee Soo Hyuk, played by Yoon Hyung Min, works as a publishing planner. He is an unpredictable man. He is sometimes gentle and passionate to women, but sometimes he's often indifferent and actually cold to them. Love seems to be very difficult for him. He also doesn't like Deborah. Uh, he immediately finds that she you know, is a know-it-all and he thinks she just kind of talks and talks and talks about knowing everything about love, but actually doesn't believe she knows anything. But he does unexpectedly get involved with her at the same time that he faces a kind of new change in his life. And then we also have his partner who works for the Jinri publishing company with him and who's also his close friend. And Again, business partner, and his character is Han Sung Jin, played by Ju Sung Wook, and he's you know very smart and witty and, and well mannered and kind of everyone. He seems to be loved by most and many, uh, but he's not very good at kind of keeping a long term relationship. He's more about like kind of like flighty, go with the flow. He'll kind of date here and there and everywhere kind of deal. And then we also have the character Lee Yoo Jung, who is played by So Jin, and she is the best friend. But she also works with. Yunbora, and she is married. Um, she's married, and it seems from the initial um, setup of the kind of first two episodes that she seems to be in a kind of not. She's not very satisfied in her marriage currently. So that are that's a kind of our setup. Those were kind of our four, our, you know, four main characters that we have, and now we're gonna go into my initial thoughts. So I actually think that the synopsis that they have provided on Asian Wiki is is quite good as far as setting up the drama and kind of what it is about. But I do want to fill in a little bit of the kind of holes um, that I think were important to point out in these first two episodes. So one of the main things that we get from our dating coach, Bora, is, or Deborah, because she's, you know, she has two identities here. One of the things that we get from her is that she um, calls dating out, like she calls it out. She immediately notes from the moment we meet her that dating is just like not a non-priority to people these days because there are just so many other things that people have to worry about and adding dating on top of that is just not something that people are looking looking forward to doing. So she you know, she also calls out people watching uh, and enjoying romances and dramas these days more than actually experiencing romance in their lives because it's just it's easier to do that than to go out and actually find romance. And dating seems or appears to be a luxury to most people. And because she believes this as this kind of dating guru, she also sets forth this kind of notion that you need to basically um, be strategic when it comes to dating, because only then can you 
kind of cut to the chase and get exactly what you want out of dating. And she thinks she is a living testimony of this. So she as a dating coach and this author and this influencer who has built her way up from initially blogging about her lot, her love life, and then now being, you know, who she is. She has, she believes she has it all. She has her career that she loves and that she thinks she's wonderful and great at. And then she also has this fiance um, that she has been with for three years. And he kind of recently proposed to her and in the proposal, he um, actually <laughs> kind of just doesn't really propose. He kind of just lets her friends and even her know at a dinner, a random dinner that they're having, that they're going to get married within the year. It's just kind of vaguely stated by him in this kind of meeting of friends for a dinner. And Bora herself is kind of like, you know, happy about this information, but she's also kind of like, is this a proposal? What is this? Are you just informing us? I'm confused. And once she has this kind of quote unquote proposal from her boyfriend of three years, she starts to put things together that this is, she hasn't gotten a real proposal yet. That to her isn't a real proposal. And as a dating coach, dating guru, as this huge influencer who's, you know, picture perfect in regards to her career and her love life, she believes she must have a proper proposal. So a big part of the first two episodes is Bora trying to convince, not even convince, trying to kind of nudge her fiance to properly propose to her. She is trying her best to find ways to kind of tell him, hey, propose to me. And in these little weird kind of, you know, happenstances, these little weird kind of funny moments, it keeps looking as if he's getting ready to propose to her. And then she gets super excited and she thinks it's going to happen. It's This is the moment. And he completely lets lets her down and completely drops the ball and she's just completely like I cannot believe he did not propose to me this was a perfect chance for him to propose to me and moments like that keep happening through the first two episodes and so that is something that's very important about the setup is that she believes she has this kind of ideal love life she has this ideal partner he's actually very wealthy and um, he's an owner um, like of a famous chicken restaurant uh, like a son of a famous chicken restaurant and so you know, she's like, if when people find out that he is my fiance, everyone's going to be just like floored. So everything looks picture perfect in her kind of grand scheme of things. However, she does not have the, the ring. She does not have the real proposal. She doesn't have this beautiful little moment of him getting on one knee and asking her. And she believes she needs that <laughs> to kind of complete the picture she has created. But the other thing to note about Bora is that she is pretty brutal when it comes to her viewpoint on dating. She gives, you know, people, if they get, you know, come to her for her opinion about dating, she kind of cuts to the chase. She does not sugarcoat it when she tells people how, how they're failing in a relationship or not failing, you know, how they're failing or how they're, you know, not succeeding in a relationship. She is quick to kind of cut to that. And people, you know, they hate to hear it, but it's, you know, she's being honest and being very truthful. And one of the ways that we get to hear her be this kind of cutthroat about dating is through her radio talk show that she is sometimes a guest host on. And if you know anything about you in that, she has, has been known to have a very successful radio show. So I thought that was very fitting for her to play a radio show um, host. But either way, so she gets to showcase 
her kind of cutthroat advice that she gives on these kind of radio talk show episodes she does. And when she does this, we get to see the publisher guy um, who is played by you young man, Lee Soo-hyuk. We get to see how he really views and feels about Boram. So one of the things that we've kind of glazed over um, in the synopsis was this other point that I think is very important. And, and that is how um, Boram and Soo-hyuk actually get involved with one another. So again, Soo-hyuk is a part of a publishing company. He is a publishing planner and his partner, um, Sung-jin, has come to him with this proposal to um, to grab onto Deborah because she is getting ready to end her contract with her current publisher and he thinks she would be a great asset to kind of pulling her over on their side of the company, um, on, onto their company. So he comes to him prepared to like, you know, be met with excitement about getting this kind of big figure. And Suhyuk is immediately kind of like skeptical of her. He's like, absolutely not. Who is she? Like, what? who knows if this, what she's kind of talking about and preaching about something that she's actually living herself. Like, I don't trust her. He completely, completely dismisses her. He doesn't want anything to do with her. He doesn't want her to be a part of their company in any way, shape or form. And that gets solidified when he is in a car, in his car one day, listening to the radio and it's on her, um, on her show that she's guesting on. And he hears her completely rip to shreds this, this story that is submitted to to the radio show about a girl who's been dating this guy for many, many years. And he has not ever made it plain to the girl that they're actually dating. He's never called her his girlfriend. He's never actually said, hey, I love you. We are together. We're officially dating. He's never said that, but she has been with him for so many years and that she feels like she's just assuming. And is that okay? And of course, Bora is not having it. She completely reads this this guy for filth. She calls him a, a classic playboy. He is a bad boy. He has, he does, you know, you never do that for a girl that you actually really care about and actually really love. You would never have her just hanging on without ever solidifying what you two are. I mean, she rips him to shreds. And in this moment, while he's driving and listening to this, you can see that he is immediately affected by what she's saying because he um, it looks attacked. It's as if he himself is hearing about himself, this story that he's hearing. And this is true. The, the person who submitted the story is his current girlfriend. And he gets read to filth by Bora without him, you know, without her even knowing it. And this just makes him dislike her even more. He's just like, how dare she call me out for being a horrible boyfriend? You know, he really does. He, he takes that and he's, he, it just adds that to the fuel to the fire of like him completely hating this, this Bora. Um, and I have to say as a setup, that is classic, right? I, I mean, classic. And this is getting exactly into my initial thoughts here. My first thought after watching the first episode, not even finishing the first, like within the first 10 minutes of this drama, I immediately knew that this was nothing new under the sun. Like it was to me, line by line, almost identical to so many other dating guru, hate to love, um, 
<laughs> dating in the modern world kind of story. Like this is not uncommon. We have definitely seen so many different elements of this story in other places. Hands down, we have, I have to be honest. However, even while I was thinking that from right out the gate, I was like, man, this is very familiar. Even her being this kind of blogger turned um, author influencer, it reminded me of Sex in the City, simply. You know, and it was like, oh, there we go. There's Carrie Bradshaw right there. So it was just so much um, that reminded me of so many other different things that I've watched. Even within this year, I'm going to be honest, I thought of two other dramas. And let me know if you know what two dramas I'm thinking about that this that aired this year that this drama immediately reminded me of. And I was just like, yeah, it's very familiar. So many elements, nothing new by any means. However, even in saying that, I still have to say I was super, super drawn in. I was like, I don't know how many times I can watch this same story over and over again. But I guess I'm a sucker for it because I was immediately drawn in. I'm also a sucker for Yuina, so I was biased. But again, I was loving this, this setup of this hate to love where he hasn't even met this woman. He hasn't even met her just off of the strength of what he knows and what he's gathered about her. He has made his decision about her. I love that setup. I love it. I love it every single time. It never fails me because it's always the ones that fall the hardest, right? The ones who are right out the gate, like, I don't even have to meet you to know I hate you. You know, he's that character. But then watch him falling for her is going to feel so good. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to watch it. So I immediately was like, as much as I have seen this done a million times before, I am ready for me to see it all over again uh, with these two. I was, I was so ready. I was, I'm so ready. So I immediately knew from the gate that the setup, the hate to love setup was done perfectly. The other thing that's done perfectly is that the fact that Bora is in a relationship at this point, as well as technically um, our Suhedok. He is also in a relationship that ends, um, you know, ends up ending <laughs> in episode two because you know, like I said, he gets read for filth and that doesn't bode well for him and his girlfriend. But as far as Bora being in this relationship where she's trying to get someone to propose to her, the setup is like, Bora's not even looking at this man. She does not even thinking about him. He's the one thinking about her when she doesn't even know him. You know, she doesn't even know he exists when he starts to think about her and he keeps, he's picking up all her books and he's researching her. Like that's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love that type of setup where it's just like she has, doesn't care. She's not looking two ways this way. And when she does, you know, finally meet him, it's immediately, you know, them butting heads, um, just going back and forth. And it's like, that's chemistry. You guys know that, right? The fact that you guys can immediately meet and you guys kind of just go tit for tat. That's a flow. That's chemistry. That's something. That's a connection that, hey, hate is just as close to love as love is to hate, right? So good luck with that. And seeing that play out in their initial meeting was, again, was chef's kiss. I love seeing it. The chemistry was just flowing. I love them arguing back and forth, but her also slightly flirting with him in a way and, you know, kind of calling him out on like, so what is this that, what, what is this that you're, you're you know, that you're so drawn to about me that you, you know, do you want me to like you? Do you want me to kind of seduce you? Like, she's like, what is this? 
what is this that I'm feeling from you? And he immediately is like, oh, please, never in a million years. And she's like, are you sure about that? Like, are you, what are you asking for me? <laughs> and I just loved it. So right out the gate, I was like, for me to have not been blown away by the setup and being like, oh, this, you know, this is something new and wonderful and fun and fresh. I still was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see these two and their story and how they grow together. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So that was my initial thought right there. I was like how it was nothing new underneath the sun, but Everything that they set up for this story and these characters immediately still drew me in. How I blame, you know, Inna, I think it's her. I think it's always her. She's always has a way. She is chemistry queen. I think she has these, these this way with her fellow actors that she kind of just has them crumbling. And I love that about her. So I immediately was drawn in by their story. Now, there are some other people in this story that I'm also kind of like, hmm, What's their what's their ammo? And one that I'm most interested in is actually the the kind of character played by Sojin, um, Lee Yoo Jung, who is Bora's um, best friend, and her scenario with her husband, and the fact that she is married and she seems to be a slightly um, dissatisfied with it. And I wonder what that means because he is also like a friend of Bora. He seems to be like a really good guy. He looks like he's really sweet. You know, nothing seems out of the gate wrong with him. So the fact that they're kind of, she's just kind of unhappy with him. I wonder what that means for this story. Um, does this mean that they work on this kind of scenario with their side story as them working on their marriage and kind of falling in love with the, each other all over again? Or is it that she looks another way and, and, and falls in like with someone else? You know, I'm like, where are we going with this? So I am very intrigued by that setup. They didn't give us much in the first two episodes about those two, except for that kind of dissatisfaction of that Yoo Jung character where she just doesn't seem exactly the happiest in her marriage. And it's not that he seems like a horrible guy, just something missing there. And so I'm very interested in that. Um, and then you have the Sang Jin character who is um, friends with Soo Hyuk and who works with him and who's his partner at the publishing um, company. And his setup of being this kind of flighty um, divorcee who you know, just kind of goes around and dates random beautiful women. You know, that little thing too. And like, what is, what's the path that that's going to lead to? Is that going to lead to Yu Jung, you know? Because they seem to have already known each other. They have a little history um, as far as like someone that I think he was engaged, he was married to um, someone that she's related to. So, I mean, it was just like, so they're like, ex-in-laws of some kind. And so I'm just like, what is all of that about? What is all of that about? Now, who I have no interest in whatsoever is Bora's fiance, played by Chang Sung. Um, I don't know what his MO is. He's one of the most boring characters. I I mean, Chang Sung, he does not... <laughs> This does not surprise me with uh, the type of roles that he picked. Like he picks the same character in every drama. I'm sorry, Johnson. Um, but I was just like so annoyed by his character. He's he was it was so boring. He was so boring. So I was just so confused why someone like Bora would be in this three-year relationship with this type of person. And I guess it was tied to her influence or her lifestyle, this kind of Deborah character that she's trying to uphold. She needed someone like him, I guess, because he's wealthy, he's 
you know, he's a son of a of this big, you know, restaurant tra- chain. I, I guess. But I was really confused by it. I was like, Bora, this is the best you could do, girl. Do you sure? So I thought that had me side-eyeing her, that she was so attached to this man who she seemed also unhappy with and dissatisfied with. Like he wasn't living up to her expectations at all, yet she's chasing him down to propose to her. So I was really perturbed by that. Um, But he was definitely a character. I was like, we can do away with him as soon as possible, please. Thanks. Um, And another character that annoyed me just the same was um, Bora's sister. She has a younger sister that lives with her named Bomi. And Bomi is so rude and disrespectful to Bora. Like she's like, the horrible, horrible to her sister. Um, however, she has this little little storyline that starts to get set up when she goes out one you know late night to a club and meets um, a young guy who's kind of um, on vacation from the military and he's kind of awkward and like doesn't know how to approach her, but he ends up kind of saving her. And they have this really kind of like, oh, okay, a little meet cute situation. So that's going to be, I think, nice to also watch develop. So I'm interested in that. Um, and the Bumi character is played by Kim Yeji. And the, the young guy that, you know, is away from the military for a little time that she meets is Young Ji. Jin Ho, and he's played by Hu Jung Hu, um, or is it Jung Ho? I don't remember his name, but he is from, um, what is that K-pop group? Mm, Winner? Is he from Winner? Did I just make that up? I think he's from, no, Icon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said Winner. He's from Icon. My bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so either way, that is another little kind of side story um, or some side characters that I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. So, I, But I'm also annoyed by the Bomi character. So she's going to have to gain my respect back for me to fully be immersed in her side story. But definitely there's something there. There's something there. So yeah, so there's just some things in general that I'm quite interested in seeing play out. And I am also very intrigued by some of the side stories that they have already kind of started to kind of, um, you know, tease us with in the first two episodes. Now at the end of episode two, we do get to see the kind of beginning of the end for Bora and her fiance played by Chansung because it appears that she catches him um, in the car kind of making out with another woman. That's how it appears <laughs> at the end of episode two. And someone who ends up kind of spotting this with her is Suhyuk, who again, it, it can take her or leave her. So that is how they kind of get uh, connected even further and kind of entwined even further. And I am very interested to see how, how different they may be they're going to, not how different, but if there is going to be a different way for them to allow this to play out. Because in my head, I can almost see the drama, right? Like, I feel like, like I said, I've seen this story in multiple different ways, in multiple different formats. Like, I promise you I have. But so I feel like I can tell you what's going to happen in the story. Like, I feel like I've watched this before. But I'm hoping that's not the case. Like, I'm hoping there's something here that's going to completely kind of side sweep me and be like, oh. That's what this story is really telling. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to because I I feel like there's room for that. I feel like there is something in the story that could totally 
kind of go, not left in a bad way, but go left and be like, oh, this is how this story is different from the traditional um, love, you know, dating coach, guru, um, hate to love setup. This, this is how the story plays out. And if that is the case, if we can get a little bit of you know, difference um, in the way that the story plays out. I think this could be a standout for me this year. I really do believe that because I think what I'm most excited about is that the the, the actual director of this drama or one of the directors, I think there's two directors, um, has done, I mean... <sighs> My fave from 2021, Mad for Each Other, has done Hello My 20s. I mean, there's just a lot there that I'm like, there's some cool things that can happen in this story. And I wonder, I don't know the writer, but I'm like, I wonder if the writer paired with this director could really make this story something kind of unique, despite it having a very kind of done before setup. I'm interested. I'm interested to see, but I love it so far. Even with me feeling like I know how this story is going to play out, I'm really, really into this idea of watching it play out still. And I, I think it has to do with Inna being just the best at whatever she does and every character that she pulls up, it's like she shines um, and she's already breathe, you know, just already breathe so much life into Bora. So super excited about her character. Um, I'm also, like I said, kind of confused by her character because I'm like, how is someone like her who does seem to have it all figured out and who thinks very highly of herself and who has worked so hard to kind of build this image of herself, be with someone like her fiance. Like, I'm just like, how did you, what, what were you thinking, Bora? What were you thinking? So I'm interested to see more about her character and kind of how she allowed that to happen. You know, I want to see her kind of processing how she ended up in the way, in the position that she ended up in with this type of fiance. I'm interested to see that because she needs to explain herself. And I, if it's just simply, oh, for my image sake, I thought he was a good one. Or if there was something else that's happened to her that's kind of led her down this path of being a little bit insecure enough to just latch onto certain things. I'm interested to find that out. I think that would be super um, interesting to see about that type of character. Um, or it could just be that she... You know, she just was blinded by love and she she chose a bad one. You know, it could be as simple as that. But either way, I kind of want to see her process that. I think that will be fun to watch. Um, and then the Sue Hill character. I really, really like him. I love him. I'm not going to lie. I love him because he is described as being this kind of aloof guy in relationships who can kind of be really, really kind and sweet. It appears at one second and then the next he's kind of like very indifferent. And it's like, what what happened to you? Why is he the way that he is? Like, I want to know why he acts like that with women in his life. I also love, one of my favorite things about the first two episodes um, was his um, breakup situation with his current girlfriend, how she breaks down to him how she's feeling. And basically she just quotes Bora, you know, who read her story and kind of reacted or responded to her story on the radio show. But she basically is quoting the things that she, you know, heard from Bora and to him, which he has already heard himself. And it just like watching him process that and watching him really think he was going to try. He thought he was going to um, be different for her and finally kind of 
make a, a claim, stake a claim on her by buying her a ring and proposing to her. He really thought that was going to take place for her to completely just break up with him. I love that scene. I thought it was one of the most, I mean, I just loved it. So, I mean, that is one of the things I think this drama could do to make itself feel different is having these kind of typical scenes, like these kind of breakup scenes or, you know, her getting, catching her, you know, fiance cheating her, having these kind of very common scenes that we've seen in these type of stories all the time, having them, you know, have a different angle to them, having the characters try a different approach to the way they respond to um, the situation, seeing them play out a little differently, even though these are very common scenarios, I think would be this, this, the, the kind of highlight of this drama. And I think it's possible. I really think it's possible. And I am really excited to see if the drama does that. I'm really excited to see if, that, if the drama does this. And I think it has all the potential in the world. I think I'm going to enjoy um, this drama through and through. I think it's also very funny already. There's some really cool stylistic choices they have done so far in the first few episodes where um, Bora will go into her imagination and kind of play out these scenes, these elaborate scenes of her getting proposed to. And I love things like that in dramas, especially like rom-com situations. So I am just so happy with it already. <laughs> but I can see anyone watching this who has, you know, who loves watching rom-coms or love watching, you know, dramas at least, being like, yeah, I definitely see, I, this all feels so familiar. And knowing that, you know, it does, it really does. But there's just something different about, I think, the way they're going to allow these characters to react to some of the very common tropes that we see in these type of stories. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited. And like I said, I'm already loving both of our leads. I think the Bora and the Suhyo character are already very good characters. And I think there's so much more they can do with them. So I'm really hoping they don't drop the ball and they really pick these two apart because I think they deserve it. I think these two characters, especially the, our two actors playing these characters, they deserve to go there with these characters. So I would love it. Yes, it's a rom-com, but you know, someone like, like I said, the director for Mad for Each Other, which had a very rom-com setup as well. They picked those characters apart and they let those characters kind of let the, our actors run wild with them and just, ugh. Mwah, blew me out of the water. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm hoping there's something similar as far as my reaction to math for each other. I hope I have a similar kind of um, reaction to um, watching this drama and finishing it. I just, I'm excited. I'm not sure how many episodes of trauma, this drama has. Um, I don't know. I think that would be good to know. <laughs> I don't think I know, um, but that's okay. I think either way, I'm excited. I I don't care. I think they're gonna they're gonna do me do me justice with it. I don't. I'm not worried. Um, but I just I I'm excited about this one. It, who else is like? Am I the only one who feels like yes, this is this is nothing new under the sun? But hey. It's good <laughs> anyway. I feel that way. I really, really do. And right out the gate, I am very hopeful about the way this drama is going to play out. I think it's going to be one of my standouts this year. I mean, like it reminds me of two dramas that I really, really love this year already. So I wonder if it's going to stay in that same theme and be 
added to the list of these kind of rom-coms that I really, really loved. So again, get, if you guys can guess which two dramas I'm thinking of, I know you can. I'm gonna leave that question um, so you can answer it on Spotify because I know you, I know you guys know me and I know you guys know as well. So let me know. But either way, I really, really am really enjoying the first these first two I really enjoyed these first two episodes of Bora Deborah I also love this concept of her having these two names yes I know the official title is true to love but there's something about the fact that she's Bora and she goes by the pen name Deborah because there's even a scene in the first episode I believe where maybe it's the second episode I can't remember but where our publishers are having a conversation about her and you know just who she is and the way that they talk about her they describe her as if she's a character herself in a book um, and the way that they're discussing her. And I just thought that was very telling about um, our Bora character and how others view her. And so I'm interested to see how they play with that because we are talking about a publisher, we're talking about publishing books and a writer, you know, so I think they're going to play with this kind of this meta concept of being a character yourself and how that may or may not um, maybe hurt you in relationships. And I think that may be something that they explore. And I'm really excited about that if they do. So either way, loving a true to love right now. I think it's definitely one that everyone should give a shot. I'm very hopeful that it's going to end on a great note for us. What can we expect is starring our Yuina. She is fabulous. She's going to carry this drama through to the end, regardless of what the story actually plays out to be. <laughs> so even for that alone, I think it's worth watching just to see Inna kind of just just carry a story, carry a drama on her back as she does so well. I think it's worth us, you know, watching for her performance. But either either way, I'm excited for a lot of people who's playing in here. Like I said, young men love him to pieces. I haven't watched him in a little while, so really happy to see him again. Even Songwook, Ju Songwook, the actor, um, I, ha- I haven't seen him in a while. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's nice seeing him again. Uh, it's been a little, I mean, he was in Alchemy of Souls, but it, he wasn't in Alchemy of Souls. So I, I definitely um, am excited to kind of get to see him again, a little kind of rom-com setup. So super excited, super excited. Guys, I'm happy with this drama. Are you happy with it? What do you think? I hope we stay on a good note and it doesn't get, you know, too silly or wonky in these next couple episodes. But I don't think it is. I think we're going to really get a little bit deeper. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. So that's my initial thoughts on True to Love um, or Bora Deborah. And I cannot wait to see how this plays out. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So that is it, guys. That was a quick one, or I hope it was kind of quick. <laughs> it was kind of quick um, because I know my last episode was really, really long. So hopefully this can balance it out. And I do hopefully plan to have one more episode in the same week with this episode. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I will say this. It will be a quick pop-off. So it'll be very, very, very quick. And you, you can just, you know, check it out um, at your leisure. But that is it. That is all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.